Good morning, class. It's the TGNA Pod Class, and you're here with your host, Jeremiah. And Kristen. And we're here today talking with... Rebecca. From... <laughs> Ants in the Pants Productions. Ooh, I love the name. <laughs> <laughs> and today we're going to be talking about, a, I think, a, it's a pretty important um, uh, topic, and it's kind of dear to my heart, uh, talking about the importance of extracurriculars. We're talking about all extracurriculars, but specifically because of our guests, we're talking about theater, drama, mm-hmm. uh, and all that. And the uh, um, the benefits it provides to children, uh, to students, uh, and why we should make sure that uh, we make a part for them in schools. Mm-hmm. So uh, give us a little bit of your background, Rebecca. My personal background. Well, I mean... the, the company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm from Chicago originally. Um, I have my master's in performing arts mm-hmm. from Columbia College in Chicago, Illinois. And then, uh, you know, I had nothing to do with the schools for a long time. Like, <laughs> I was a performer. That's what I did. But I did a lot of children's theater. Mm-hmm. Um, I am a Steppenwolf and Second City grad. Anyone out in Chicago that knows Emerald Theater a huge children's theater. I was part of that. Um, So I was around children's theater, but I didn't necessarily teach, per se. Uh, Came here to Vegas for an acting job. Oh, wow. Was working, doing my thing. And then I really started to miss children's theater. There just wasn't – there is some, but there wasn't, like, a company, per se, besides Rainbow Kids uh, that I knew of at the time. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yes, and I did work with them (laughs) at one point. So I have done it. Um, But I didn't see a whole lot happening. Um, And I was like, well, what else can I do uh, to sort of bring that out? And I sort of came up with this idea of what if the kids wrote the show? What if we can incorporate it into the schools? Um, Again, because I grew up in Chicago, I had so much art in my life (laughs) uh, that it was something that I didn't really understand why there wasn't more of it. So I was Hmm. like, okay, well, let's... Let's see what I can do. And that's sort of how this came about. And it sort of has slowly snowballed and become bigger and bigger <laughs> and more fun and more stressful in a great way. <laughs> yep, absolutely. Um, you know, and we are in a few schools. We go there six weeks um, for once a week for six weeks, work with the kids on creating different stories, um, all of their own stories that we adapt into what I like to call SNL for kids. Sure, yeah. I can can see that. It's sort of a variety (laughs) show. That's cool. um, That it incorporates songs, originals, and parodies, and skits um, that include funny skits, monologues, different things like that. Um, And everything is performed by professional actors. Mm -hmm. Um, It gives the kids voices. It allows them to see their work come to life by a professional and not a child, which is very different. Right. Um, and it sort of it lets their voice be shown to the world. We do community shows. We do the show for the school. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also a chance, hopefully, for the community to give back to these kids in a real way and see yeah. that, you the, know. The enrichment from yeah. that it's worthwhile. The extracurricular right. yes. is <laughs> worthwhile. Right, exactly. <laughs> what, so what was the acting job that you came out to Vegas for? Uh, what was the acting job? Oh, Tina... Tony and Tina. I was going to say Tina and Tina. That's not it. Uh, that Tony could, oh, we could do a put. No. Yeah, well, <laughs> Tony and Tina isn't here anymore. Tony and Tony again. or Tina and Tina. <laughs> yeah. yeah, hey, that's not uh, far off the beat yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was Tony and Tina's wedding, but I didn't stay with it very long. What? 
The one that was downtown? Like, is was it Tony and Tina's? It was originally at Bally's. It was originally at Bally's. I was going to say, because yeah. I went to Tony and Tina's wedding, and it's like, so it's like a dinner oh, theater, right? Actually, yeah. Planet Hollywood is where it was. Oh, okay. First. So we so went. I don't know when you got I'm into trying to it. think where I we went. I only stayed with it for a couple weeks. Yeah. Uh, and what were, what were you doing? What was the, were you like a guest at the wedding party, or mm-hmm. what was your, okay. Yeah. I wish I could tell you, like. Yeah, I'm not that actor. I, as soon as I'm done, I'm sort of like. <laughs> I, I so again, I said this is kind of dear to my heart. I've, I I haven't really talked about it uh, on the podcast. Yeah, keeping secrets, man. I, What's up? What else did you do? I mean, like I've done. <laughs> I've, my my biggest claim to fame. Yeah. is uh, <laughs> working theater. on Evil Dead the musical uh, on the strip. Oh wow! Evil, no Evil kidding. Dead, the musical 4D. That's that's my. Were you with the original cast or no? No, no, no. I was, but I was in the V theater. I felt I yeah. felt like that was mm-hmm. pretty. Impre- Yo, I'm that's like, pretty cool, man. I'm, like, I'm on the strip. A lot I don't of my care. cast is from that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's so, so we're crazy. All yeah. Um, and uh, we, me and Rebecca, had worked together in the, the family puppet theater, mm-hmm. uh, the Las Vegas family puppet, the Legend of Tumbleweed Gulch. That's uh, hilarious. Which was that, that was a lot of fun, and then I think yeah. that was some of the children's theater you were talking about yeah. and such. Um, and then you do my stuff. And well, and I did. On oh, really? I, I'm broken. I'm 15, yeah, 15 pins, broken. and yeah. Aww. I want to get back into doing some of the adaptation stuff. That's though. freaking yeah. cool. But when he's not broken, I'm gonna make him come back. <laughs> I know, right? So now, let me ask you this: So when you are having these kids go through the six weeks of creative writing and writing their own pieces, what do you just do? They do the adults like or the professionals do they perform it just in front of the group or is it like you actually have like a come see at Whitney Elementary the mm-hmm. yeah, oh wow yeah, whole school we do um, an assembly for the whole school or oh, however okay, okay. the faculty wants to set it up right. sometimes they're just like third through fifth grade because that's where we focus that's, right right yeah because uh, kinder through second is yeah. pretty hard when you're doing um, primary some are the whole school okay um, and then we do we try again this is all based on what the school wants we do yeah. a community show because it is super important at least to me and to our company that the community sees what they're doing parents friends family people who don't know them that's yeah. pretty cool though yeah i mean as like you know you're learning to do that writing piece of it and then and actually having people come in to see it like knowing it's kids that the, are yeah the kids are given the recognition of yeah. you know this is xyz story yeah so it's really cool for oh yeah i like it um how the name uh, how the name pants in the pants come about <laughs> oh um when i was uh i should try to find something that sort of was fun and mm-hmm. funny uh and we kept like throwing a bunch of things around and it was like we could do it theater by example and i was like well that's boring <laughs> <laughs> um i was like what are some fun kids games that sort of make you laugh mm-hmm. um and ants in the pants sort of just stuck out and i was like that describes kids oh <laughs> girl uh, i teach kindergarten let me yeah. tell you what every okay 20 the 20 kids that i have right now they are totally ants in the pants yes uh, and, you know, this was a chance to sort of like, okay. And every time we said it to a kid, they just laughed. So oh, I was like, okay, cool. this is what it has and it's, to it's, be. Yeah, it's got a good way to you remember know, it. It has to be Ants in the Pants. And we put production at the end because we do more than just the shows. Yeah. Right, right. YouTube and all that stuff. We did. Uh, it did um, we did a bunch of things. Brain fart. We did uh, Rin Fair. We've done Rin Fair. Oh, and Pirate Fest. Pirate yeah. Fest. We've done fundraisers. Mm-hmm. Um we're working on something with the library. That's neat. Um, doing hopefully another fundraiser. Yeah. That kind of stuff. Uh, we make. You know, I'm saying we because I'm like I'm, I feel You're like I'm still it. part of it. 
but uh, making all the, their props and all they that kind of stuff. So it's, it's really it's really quite cool, I think. Um, so what is um, what is your goal? So you want to get into the schools? Um, what uh, what are some like different programs that you offer if a, if a school was interested in in kind of so, oh, getting okay. ants in the pants? Yeah. So we there. have our creative writing program, which is our main focus. Mm-hmm. Um, we also have our acting program mm-hmm. that schools can have, which is th- we've already performed these. They're ready to go. Now the kids can act in them. Right. And it's sort of an acting workshop. Okay. Um, because some kids want to act. Some kids want to write. Some kids want to do both. And we want to give them all the opportunity to do that mm-hmm. on there. Um, so those are our two main ones right now. Mm-hmm. Um we luck out. We have a really great staff. Some are CCSD teachers mm-hmm. who do this on the side. Okay. Uh, some, are, some are CCEA former staff members as well. <laughs> they <laughs> are. So. Um, you know, and we have artists who also do acting classes and vocal coaching. And, you know, if parents want it or need it, we try our best to help out as much as we can. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and that, it's just, we're all super I luck out I have a great staff that's super passionate about performing and then giving back that's mm-hmm. cool so now when you're talking about the creative writing piece so is that something that usually like the CCSD teacher actually handles or is there like someone who's got like the curriculum background on that or how does that work we create our own okay um curriculum for mm-hmm. it um we have a standard this is sort of like to help you mm-hmm. but we have a lead teacher who basically comes up with what they want they put their six-week program together yeah um and we go off of that uh we do have ccsd teachers who come in and help out if we're in the classroom mm-hmm. we work closely with that teacher mm-hmm. to go with what they are teaching in that class mm-hmm. okay cool um you know recently a lot of creative writing got taken out of school as I have heard through the grapevine of some yeah. of my teachers I work with. Yeah. Um, it happens. That's, <laughs> too, that's too bad, though. You know, that's one of those things. And that's that's one of, like, I, I wouldn't necessarily call it creative writing, but, like, every morning I give my kids 20 minutes to r- do a free write about mm-hmm. whatever they want to write about, whatever they feel like that's burning inside that they want to yeah. tell me. That, and then they have to read it to me. But it's that like. That is so, oh, my gosh. I, I just had the realization that you have your kids all day. All day, all day. Are they in your class? Oh, oh yeah. Well, except oh. for specials, but oh yeah. No, oh, do, do kinders get specials? No, yeah, mm-hmm. oh. they do. But, but sometimes, still. a lot of times, I'm selling my prep, and I'm with other kids. <laughs> oh, that's why everybody knows me in the school. That's Hi, Mrs. Nigro. I'm a like, long oh, day. but yeah, no, but day. that's usually like, and I I find that any time that we like normally, because again, I am all day when we start with morning work. Um, we usually start with front to back like ELA and then math morning work. But then now that they're a little bit more independent, I give them that that primary page where they can do their illustration and mm-hmm. their author's work. And it's amazing. Like once they get the conventions down of what they're supposed to be, it's like kind of amazing to see a five and six year old be able to like write the way they can write. And yes, a lot of it's inventive spelling. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, get it. exactly. It's one of those things hey, that, I, wow. I still get inventive spelling at uh, <laughs> secondary. Yeah, it's, exactly. It's, well, you know, it's funny, because remember we were when we did our interview with Jara and we were talking about like, in the beginning of the year, it's like, OMG. Like, it's so crazy. Mm-hmm. It's almost like PTSD, where you like block out that crazy part of like <laughs> trying to get them in procedurally, like how to do things, like what the expectations mm-hmm. are, how you have to be really explicit. And then, like, now that we're kind of like in that, not 
necessarily halfway mark, we're but close. we're really close. And it's like, <sighs> you can dilate it. You can take that breath and be like, okay, we kind of we can we can rock and roll on this now. So as your right. your class is getting a little more settled now. Oh yeah, definitely, is it, definitely. Yeah, is it now that this? I mean, and I, I love. I, I've never had a student teacher, but I would imagine that's kind of a disruptive thing. Yeah. To well, happen. yeah. So it's kind of crazy because my my student teacher that came. I had a student mm-hmm. teacher this year, Miss Martinez, and she was, oh gosh, she's so wonderful. Her mother has like been a volunteer at her school forever. And she, she is, she was really good about like being calm. Like me, I'm like really like, woo, like crazy. <laughs> and like, we gotta, we're gonna just do crazy things in my classroom. And it's like, but she was very cool, calm, collected. And we like balanced each other really well. But I think the kids, they felt like they could really like, oh, if I want to kind of get away with this, I'm going to do this with her. So, yeah. But then the other ones, I'm like, nope. <laughs> but, yeah, it was kind of, it was it was pretty crazy. But things are starting to, like, you know. Good, 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 no, good. it's hard when you have to, like, you know, report <clears throat> to two different people. Yeah. It's like confusion. The mo- the yeah. Mom says no, ask dad. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Truly, that's around, really, yeah, whatever. that is what mm-hmm. it is. <laughs> um, so uh, I guess the other part of the question, sorry, we kind of just went off. Yeah, that's what we do. Right. We get on tangents yeah. in here sometimes. <laughs> It's uh, interesting. I'm not. I'm not a teacher in that sense. Like, <laughs> probably. It probably doesn't help. That I drink like seven Dutch Brothers yeah, yeah. <laughs> a day. So sponsorship opportunities. Yeah, we're available, still waiting, Dutch. Dutch. No. <laughs> um, so what does it in what does it cost for for the schools to get uh, access to your program, if uh, any, or for CCSD, um, it's free. Oh, wow. <laughs> we, we run off of grants and donations. So I work with the schools on how can we make money. Do you have a grant? We are part of Century 21, so if you're part of that grant, mm-hmm. you can pay us through that. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Um, okay. You know, but my goal is to make this accessible for those who can't have it sure. normally. Yeah. Right. Um, and money is a big factor. Mm-hmm. Of course, absolutely. Uh, especially in CCSD, and I know that, and I want to give every opportunity uh, to every kid. Uh, mm-hmm. So any way that I can. So if you want to donate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, you can you can plug your plug your page. Which yeah, what's your website? Uh, it's antsinthepants.org. Ants in the pants. It's pretty simple. Is it got is it got like a donate now button on there? There's somewhere? a donate now button. Uh, there's also email and stuff like that. So you can always reach out to us if you want to donate. Um, yeah, I need. I want to, and I will as long as I can keep it free and run off grants and donations. Mm-hmm. Uh, we work with Discovery Children's Museum, who gives us a nice amount of money. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Uh, to work with them that I get to then use at schools. That's good. Well, so let me ask you this. Now, if you, I know you were talking about going into, like, these Title I schools and the kids that, like, you know, not mm-hmm. necessarily have the financial means to be able to do something like this. But even if, like, you do go into, like, somewhere like Lamping Elementary where mm-hmm. they're pretty affluent over there, I mean, I know, like, start, what is it, start some drama. They usually have it where they have the kids pay for, like, a workshop. Mm-hmm. I mean, would that be something that you guys are yeah. looking to do, I mean, too? it's always something that I can we work out with the school. Mm-hmm. We've only been going since... June 2017. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never run a nonprofit nor a business. Other than my <laughs> own acting career, and I've been very successful in that. That's cool. So I'm learning as I go. Um, so any school that's like, oh, we have this. Okay, can I be part of it? Oh, that's cool. Uh, yeah, never be know. afraid to ask. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's also like if we can't get in there, it's like, okay, well then we'll charge ticket prices. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll ask for donations, and we'll sell our T-shirts and our other things. That's cool. Um, yeah. It seems to work out well. Will that have to change in the future? Maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, but right now it's working. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, 
maybe when I'm a little bigger, things might be different. I'm hoping that I can get enough grants and sponsorships that I never have to ask for anything. Yeah, That's right? cool, yeah. So donations, that includes uh, time, right? You're always looking yes. for volunteers, volunteers as well. So the CCSD teachers, you want to get involved with the acting portion of the theater teachers, hey. Yeah. Um, and we do have quite a few CCSD teachers <clears throat> who enjoy <throat> acting and just want to be part of the fun and mm-hmm. oh and, be, and i when i uh realizing that we uh you you guys do um the the what the hell's it Words. called <sighs> <Yes>. <laughs> the community centers is that what oh it's like called? rec centers rec centers that's yes. what i'm looking for mm-hmm. so because i couldn't really be uh, and again i haven't been involved for a minute but i couldn't be involved in some of that School, school stuff, stuff. because mm-hmm. obviously I'm working yeah. at that time. Right, right. But we do uh, the, yeah. the rec centers stuff as well. So yeah. it is a good opportunity for all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, um, well, before we kind of move on here, um, one last thing. What? Um, why don't we give an example of something that um, aunts, one of your aunts Oh, one done. of our stories? Well, yeah. I did bring a few stories. Is there one in here that I know you read them? I, I think the, the first one's fine. The first one? Yeah. Um, well... Or do you want ginger? I mean, ginger's fine, too. Either I don't one. care. Ginger? <laughs> ginger and cat. Oh, that's what do, is that? Do ginger I want to hear ginger and cat. Ginger and cat. Oh, okay. and cat. So, yeah, read it or... Uh, I have to get my voiceover. <clears throat> yes, I do voiceovers, too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have to pay the bill somehow. That's awesome. Um, although, today, I do have a bit of a cold, so it's forgive a, me. Yeah. That's, that's well, all right. The last three episodes, I've had a cold, and it was um, not yes. the, most, going the most phonically pleasing that's uh, okay. sounds ever. But, yeah, <laughs> all right. All right. So this is Ginger and Cat. It was written by Hannah. She was 11 when she wrote oh, cool. this. Um, and she goes to Lamping, actually. Oh, wow. Funny. <laughs> we were just talking about that. Yeah. Um, and it, but she took this class at the Whitney Ranch yeah. Rec Center. Okay. Um, okay. One day there was a dog named Ginger. She was in an, the adoption center with her mom, brother, and sister. Ginger used to love the lady who took care of her. Until one day, she was adopted by a nice girl named Cat. Cat always played, walked, and fed and slept with Ginger, but Ginger never liked when she had to go in a cage. Luckily, it was never long or all the time. Ginger had lots of fun with her owner until Cat left her in a cage that felt like forever. But soon, Ginger found a new home with Cat and her brother, Ethan. Cat taught Ginger how to dance, and soon, Ginger was a show dog. Ginger loved the fame, but loved Cat even more. So they all lived happily ever after the end. Oh, that's an eleven-year-old that writes that. Oh, in, that's so sweet. After we finish, because uh, we're gonna listen to the, the what it was adapted into. But remind me, uh, we talked about it before we start recording. What? And it wasn't necessarily the student, but um, one of your kids had won an award. So we'll, we'll oh, put a put a pin in that. Pin let's mm-hmm. let's uh, listen to what it gets adapted into. Mm-hmm. All right. And uh, I will preface it. By this is a parody of Louis Armstrong, and it'll make sense once you hear it. <laughs> but it'll be confusing if you don't know. Hmm. <laughs> That's funny. Gosh. <laughs> Ginger used to love 
So that is um, Ginger and Cat. Ginger and Cat. Which is kind of cool to hear it like a kid writing that and then turn into like a song. And so that's the whole whole thing is and then see it perform live. That is pretty neat actually. I like the idea. Um, And that was a parody, but we do do original songs too. Oh, yeah. So is it always a song or is it? Okay, so it can be acting as well. Okay. It's just hard. On a podcast, yeah, of course, yeah. to show the acting. Me- yeah. Yes, meta meta thinking. Mm-hmm. The, the intro you heard today mm-hmm. was uh, the actual the th- the th- is our theme song. The theme song, it something awesome, written by our music director. Wow. Yeah, we're gonna. I forgot. We're gonna use the intro that they play. We're gonna put a little snippet of that. Cool. So, I like it. Uh, anyway, so meta thinking. Anyways, uh, so put in a pin in what we were talking about. Um, tell us about the uh, student, uh, oh, the benefit yeah. of, of this yeah. was. So the benefit is self-confidence, you know, in their writing and in themselves. Um, so we had a girl uh, named Alex. Uh, she goes to a choral academy. Mm-hmm. Um, she started taking this class with her sisters who are older than her and they want to be novelists. Alex did not want to be a novelist. I still don't think she wants to be a novelist. But through this process, she started to enjoy writing and seeing mm-hmm. what they were, what we were coming up with and how we adapted her stories. So um, her school gave away, uh, did like an essay writing competition mm-hmm. and basically said you would get free field trips for a year mm-hmm. um, to the winner or something like that. I don't remember exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so she put an essay in. And one. That's really awesome. <laughs> um, and then we find out through the mom, basically, she did this because she was confident in her writing. Um, and she we gave her that. You know, she felt more confident. She knew that she maybe wouldn't win, but she knew what she had to say was important. Mm-hmm. Um, and that people would like it. What, um, and, and so we, we know as educators, obviously, that the, you know, repetition and things like that. So obviously being able to get this additional practice mm-hmm. through this program is, is going to be beneficial. Yeah. I mean, the whole point is just, <clears throat> it's more than a homework assignment. Mm-hmm. You know, you can have fun with homework and what you learn in school and it is beneficial. And, you know, I'm not into math and science. That never was my <laughs> forte <laughs> in there. Um, I did okay with it, but right. I found... I had awesome parents who showed me the fun in it and mm-hmm. put me in theater and extra activities that happened to be art. I also did sports. I did all of the above. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, it gave me it gave me confidence, and I want to give that back to kids 
as much as I can because I didn't realize that these were jobs. Mm-hmm. And That's people really did this cool. for a living yeah. mm-hmm. until I saw a show and I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> they could do that. And not everybody's going to look at that and want it to be a job, but they could just have fun and mm-hmm. find, you know, some a hobby. And that's okay, too. You know, that's pretty cool, I'll say. Uh, at Shore, we actually have had, the well, the last three years since I've been there, we've had three major productions where the first one uh, we did... Oh, God. I don't remember the first one. Why can't I think? Oh, well. But <laughs> we had... <laughs> sorry. Lion King last year, and this year they're doing Aladdin. Oh, mm. for Disney and musicals? Yes. And I am also part of that. That's cool. <laughs> well, my, my niece, she is... Well... She acts like she's shy, but she's really like her auntie because big mouth like me. We actually we have her tomorrow. I can't wait. Little Tony's looking forward to seeing her. But she tried out for the well for the play, and I stood outside of the music room, and she didn't know I was there. But man, she nailed it, and I'm like the confidence that she had. I think stems from. She did um, a summer camp out in California with her father this mm-hmm. year, and she she sang a whole new world as part of their talent show mm-hmm. and like nice. what they were working on, and it was like really cool to see that because I know mm-hmm. sometimes she struggles a little bit in school, like uh, you yeah. know with her grades and stuff, and you know just different things, and she's just really into the actual acting piece of it, and it's yeah. kind of cool to see her niche like and what she likes to yeah. do, you know. You got to try a bunch of things. Yeah. So what you like? Yeah. I mean, I have the same problem. I'm dyslexic. Wow. Like like diagnosed? Yeah. Whoa. No kidding. one of the first cases ever. Wow. Diagnosed in the United States because it was relatively new. Yeah. I think 89 or 90. I guess That's I wild. No um, kidding. I was borderline. I still am borderline. But mm-hmm. I had to adapt to a lot of things when there wasn't a lot to adapt to. A lot to. of research <laughs> that was there to say um, like how to, yeah. You know, so an art gave me a way to... You know, express yeah. myself and dance because that's how I started. I started dancing first, and mm-hmm. then acting sort of gradually came about. And I got put in. I made it into a theater arts school. Cool. Uh, that, that was gave me an opportunity to do other things. Mm-hmm. You it's know? really neat. Um, so that just goes to show it doesn't matter. Right. Exactly. There ain't no <laughs> disabilities that are holding back anything. Yeah. And I got a master's. Well, good for you, girl. That's impressive. Yeah. You know, that's one thing. Jeremiah knows my love. Of, like, TV, anything. Like, <laughs> dude, if, I'm telling you right now, if, like, if I wasn't a teacher, I would, like, pack my stuff up and move to L.A. and try to, like, make it, which it wouldn't probably happen. I'd be, like, probably doing some weird stuff. Anymore. They got YouTube. <laughs> I, don't know. I know. We got to make a yeah. little Well, you know what? I actually have, there's this YouTuber named Guava, I guess, Guava Juice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and the one of the little boys that I have who has uh, um, um, leukemia. I go to do uh, home services for him because he can't go to school because mm-hmm. his immune system is super compromised yeah. right now. And uh, one of his Make-A-Wish things that he requested was he wanted to have uh, be with Guava Juice and like mm. do and, and he's a famous YouTuber and Guava Juice was like all on board with it. They got it all hooked up. They spent the day together and they sent out a um, 
like a video on his Facebook page and his uh, his YouTube page, and it has so many views. And he to see his little face shine like that, how excited he was to awesome. meet his like you know his person he looks up to. And he said all these people are like requesting him on Fortnite and stuff to be friends. I like because <laughs> he plugged his like I'm so and so on Fortnite, even though I have no idea anything about Fortnite. I have no idea. Yeah, right. but yeah, but he it was really cool. And to see that it's, there's so many different media like different outlets that you can yeah. do like like the Instagram famous YouTube yeah. like all that. Like, Jeremiah knows my love of, like, news. Like, anytime CCA yeah. was like, do you want to do an interview? I'm like, yeah, I do. When? Where? Tell me now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, like, yeah, I'm all yeah. on it. And she she was recently on the, the Game Show Network. I was. Oh, you were? Catch, I was. I got to hang out with Alfonso Rubiero and Whitney Carson. Oh, I did. And I got to win. And then she didn't <laughs> tell nobody. I Well, because they threatened. They put it in. Yeah, yeah, yeah like a gag you, order. They were like, you're telling anybody we're going to sue you for a million dollars. You could tell me. Yeah. So I have tons of friends who do like game shows, game, oh, game, that's shows, so, that's game cool. shows and things, and they but they can't say anything. I've done television shows and stuff that people are like, "Why didn't you tell Dude, me?" Dude, you yes. sign a contract because you could screw ratings. Yes, they will, and I have nothing to give. I mean, like yeah, you could have my dog; I'll be really upset about it. But that's pretty much. I saw. I think I saw that was. I don't think that's the first time I've seen your dog. But I saw a picture of you and your dog at the lane. <laughs> Chloe called it, a, called it a mop. Yeah, you it's, know what? It's funny adorable. though, Jeremiah. That's not even my dog. It's actually my parents' dog. But <laughs> Because I have a four-year-old, Tony. Uh-huh. He's the, oh, God, he's like my life. And my husband and I, um, every time that my parents come over to, like, have dinner mm-hmm. with us, they bring the dog. Mm-hmm. Well, when my parents try to leave, he's like, will you leave Chloe? So we end up, we, like, have, like, a... Dog watch. Well, we have, like, a like a split custody thing going on here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they ended up, um, so Chloe spends the night sometimes, and then, uh, but she's, oh, such a cuddle bug. She's this little miniature chihuahua that looks like a mop. Like, she, yeah. a, she looks like a Yorkie. She kind of does, doesn't she? Uh, yeah, I mean, no, she's like pure, really see her purebred. Face, so. Yeah, she's pretty sweet. <laughs> well, anyways, uh, all that aside, I want to thank you for coming in today. Um, thank you. Where can people reach out again? We, we kind of mentioned in the middle, but where, where again, where's what's the method of contact if they we have somebody wants to get a show going or wants to donate time or. Or money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> money. Well, or, you can always go to our uh, <laughs> website at ansonpants.org. There's a ton of information on there. It'll tell you everything. Or you can email me at rebecca at ansonpants.org, mm-hmm. um, and I'll get you all the info. We're on Facebook, Instagram. Do you, you said you had a YouTube page. Can, is there skits uh, or, like, mm-hmm. videos of the... That's cool. Yeah, there's so a few up there. we can... Uh, we'll link that on our, our yeah. Facebook. There's a few. Not a ton, but a little bit. Because, okay. you know, I run it all by myself. So. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I got to work, girl. Mm-hmm. I got to run the schools before I worry about the YouTube. Yeah, yeah right? <laughs> yeah. Understandable. But, so. but there's some up there. Um, I think you're in one of them. Oh, goodness. That's cool. Goodness Do you, have, do you have a pretty big following on uh, social media or... Sure. I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. like the worst social media That's all right. person ever. Me too. I know. <laughs> Jeremiah is like my savior when it comes yeah. to social media. I mean, we have a pretty good for uh, two years. That's good. You know, yeah. We have a couple hundred. And pe- you got people back in Chicago, I'm assuming, too, that follow it. Like people that... Some. You- yeah. Yeah. Things like that. Again, I'm like... I never had to do any of that stuff. Right. It was always just like, oh, I just booked my career through word of mouth, you know? And that's how a lot of things happen. But, you know, when you're building something right. up, you have yeah. to actually do that we, stuff. We, we know the struggle as well. Yeah. Oh, we do. Big time. I know. I'm like, like our podcast. Yes. <laughs> so, so, yeah. Yeah, we have, I, we have a decent following. A lot of parents, you know. Of course, yeah. We, we have slowly started to go to events like Red and Fair and things, and they're like, oh, we know you. Oh, good. That's always uh, a good feeling. Isn't the, word, it? Yeah. the word of mouth is getting around. It really is. Uh-huh. Let me ask you real quick, though. Side note, do you still do private 
things like around the valley? Do you still do acting mm-hmm. around the valley? So what are what are some of the things that you've done that people would probably be familiar with? What have I done? Um, did you the do last, the graduate out here? I did that was do a long the graduate. Time ago. That mm-hmm. was a couple few years ago. Uh, yeah. The last thing I did was the odd couple female version. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've done other things since then. Uh, I took like a year off to, to uh, focus on your nonprofit and all to that. To focus on mm-hmm. the nonprofit, I also had surgery, uh, so I was healing. Ouch! <laughs> Man, what's with you doing surgery? Not yeah, <laughs> mine was a choice. This uh, was unnecessary. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sort of thing. So I, uh, you know, I was dealing with that and trying to now get my life back to like normal. Yeah. Um, but I did. Yeah, at Las Vegas Little Theater. Uh, yeah. I've done a ton of shows with them. That's cool. I I have I've always been a different breed of actor than most. Yeah. I do what I want when I want. And Good how for I you. Want. That's right. That's empowering. Um, I don't need for money, so I get to choose what I do, and I do a lot of voiceover work. So you've probably heard me in your children's stories uh, on the radio. Oh, cool. <laughs> Uh, you do like the commercials and stuff for like the radios, like yeah. like do the voices. Oh yeah, did, you did. Uh, was it one of the banks, Nevada State Bank? Yeah, or that one was a while ago. But yeah, I did that one. Schools. One of the know. lawyers. Now, how do you get into that? Like, you're just like, this is my resume. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Pick me. This isn't your career. No, no, no. My portion. career is a teacher. I'm just curious because I'm always like. How do people do it? Like when I'm, I swear to God, when I was driving over here listening to 106.5, I'm a Christmas music junkie, oh, and I was listening to it. I'm like, you know, that's so bizarre. I'm like, how do people do commercials on the radio? Like I used to have a client at U.S. Bank when I was a banker for a while, mm-hmm. and he was a voiceover. He was this yeah. really oddball guy, which was so nice, but he was so quirky. And he's like, <laughs> I got another voiceover job, and I was like, well, good for you. And I'm like, yeah, that's cool. You just nice. go to the tryouts, and they just no, and they not send anymore. Demo, demo um, reels, right? Oh, really? They send out demos, and they ask you an audition. A lot of it's online now. Wow, no kidding. You know, you I know, actually, I have a teacher. She's recorded a couple like audio books, like short yeah. audio books. That's so books. cool. Yeah. It's all done. I love online. it. Yeah, it's all. I, I don't <clears throat> leave my house. You, if you want to, if you want to rip my equipment, you can. Listen, I thought about. <laughs> I thought about doing a YouTube page where it's like Story Hour with Mrs. Yeah. Nigro. Yeah, there but there's a, so many of them. Well, yeah, there there was a. There were so there's so many of them, and I'm like, I would totally dig that, like doing like, and there's sometimes like when I'm on YouTube when I'm looking for specific stories and the stuff that they have on there that they're like. Yeah. <laughs> that are like like let's say my guiding readers program that I mm-hmm. use like there's one that's like when the relatives came and the person that's reading and I'm like oh my gosh yeah, there's, some, <laughs> there's some bad ones out there yeah like, where it's oh. like there's one that I don't know she sounds like she, like they're like squeezing her like every time she says a sentence and it's like really bizarre I don't know if she's like I shouldn't even say that because that's not nice there could be something going on there who knows I mean some, <laughs> some of those people get cast because the budget's low yes and so they don't get so, yeah. but I would totally do that. And I saw there's like a principal that reads. Yeah, that's that's so cool. The like the nighttime the story. Stories. Yeah, the good night stories. I think that's so sweet. And you know what? There's a lot of families out here in Vegas that do not have time to read to their kids because they're working like eight jobs. Mm-hmm. And you know what? It's important for those kids to have that good night story, to be quite honest. Mm-hmm. So, I agree. Yeah. yeah. No, it's, uh, it's, I, that, yeah, I was going to bring that up. So, well, again. <laughs> <laughs> Just take the words out of my mouth. Yeah, you know, we're like on want the to same level. Anyway. No, I know, right? <laughs> All right. Well, we want to thank you again, Rebecca, for coming out. Reach out, ansinthepants.org, uh, and right. uh, donate time, money. Yeah. You know, uh, I'm sure if Get you... involved in the arts, even if it's not mine. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm sure the great. teachers would get CUs for that, too, because they're working directly with kids. Mm-hmm. They sure can totally use that as contact units. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. I know we were, like, 
there's certain like after hours things that it, parents yeah, have to coaching, do. Yeah, coaching, mentoring, we, yep. it fits we, into that, we, I'm sure. we qualify for that. That's good. So. I love it. Excellent. Well, yeah. thank you so much for coming. I enjoyed this. I love this. Thanks. <laughs> Yay. And again, we wanted to thank Rebecca from Ants in the Pants Productions for coming in and spending some time with us talking about her wonderful program. And again, if you wanted to reach out and uh, get involved uh, either personally with, uh, you know, you, you're an actor and you want to have some fun doing some stuff with kids. Um, we didn't really talk about the process uh, that I was involved with where once we get those stories, you then have to transform them uh, into whatever you're going to do, if it, whether it's a skit or a song or whatnot. So, That's pretty cool. And, I and know. that, that mm-hmm. kind of – I've been thinking about wanting to get back into that side of it because I can't really – act right now oh no you're all broken we gotta fix you what are we gonna do (laughs) (laughs) um so uh ansonpants.org rebecca at ansonpants.org and reach out to them Uh, it's a good program it's uh fun folks uh who want to give back to the community so um that's that so we were the the whole topic that we were hitting on um and then the the reason we bring we bought we brought rebecca on today uh, was to talk about this article from, um, I guess, no, this is a weird article, School Travel Organizer. <laughs> I know, uh, I was looking at the name of it. I'm like, that's an interesting... That doesn't sound like the most official. But <clears throat> studies show that access to theater and drama can boost, boost children's mm-hmm. academic performance. Um, and so there's a lot of research on this. And when I say, say theater and drama, we're going to apply this to all extracurriculars. Absolutely. And this might be a little more focus towards the secondary is there a lot of extracurricular activities in in primary and you know you know shockingly i will say our school's really good about the extracurricular activities because i know like um mr haven who's our art teacher's got phenomenal creative crew that she runs we have the start some drama we've got the spanish club we've got even the um like i was talking about the play that we're Mm -hmm, doing mm -hmm. for aladdin and then now my friend uh leslie oni and i she's the gate teacher we just started a garden club because we got that beautiful garden on Mm -hmm. our campus so they're really is there's a lot of good things that happen at least i know at my school um i don't know about the elementary schools across the board for ccsd i mean i i don't remember i and then granted it's like 30 years ago (laughs) almost not Uh really but you know 25 some odd years ago i don't really remember I remember clubs in middle school. When I yeah, got I used school. to do a lot of the clubs in middle school, too. Uh, I remember mm-hmm. that, but I don't remember. That's much so elementary, elementary school, school, I don't feel. But that sounds, it's interesting that, you know, so so something like Ants in the Pants would be great to Oh, to, to truly, and, it will. And, like, we were talking about that whole thing <clears throat> with writing, man. That's just like, the, I mean, I don't know. I'm sure a lot of the educators out there can agree. Writing is one of the hardest things to teach, especially if you're dealing with people that are, you know, if you're working with people who are, you know, ELL or people that are receiving speech services through the, um, you know, speech pathologist. So it's really, it's really beneficial. So, yeah. I mean, one of the things that I will say that I did at Hewittson is I coached their co-ed flag football team with my buddy, Brian Hickey. Athletics in elementary? See, I Yo, it was crazy. Fourth and fifth graders. Third, fourth, and fifth. Mm P.E., sure. Field day at the end of the year. Mm -hmm. Do you guys do field day still? Oh, God, yes. 
I'll tell you what, Tony and Michael Cosgrove, they put on one heck of a field day. It's incredible. Uh, I, I miss field day. Mm. It's a lot of fun. It's a We call it water day because you just get soaked. And then Tony, like even though he doesn't work there anymore as the assistant, uh, but he always comes on, helps Mike set everything up. But then the two of them have like a vendetta against me. They, <laughs> they throw water on me. They I've gotten hit in the head with a bucket before. Uh, I'm like, yo, it's crazy. <laughs> I, I mean, I wonder if we... I wonder if I could pitch like a field day type thing for That'd be so much for, fun. For after like AC and it would only be for juniors, but mm-hmm. you know, it feels like such a wasted day after ACT sometimes. Oh, where you guys are just kinda like sitting around. Yeah. Like, you know what? That would be really fun. And I bet you any money you'd probably get a lot of the kids on board with that. That'd be a really cool thing. You really should pitch that. Maybe. <clears throat> Um, so uh, the article shows improved social tolerance, mm-hmm. um, experiencing live theater over watching similar content via screen. And this goes a screen, screen time. Oh my gosh! Oh man, it's out of control. Yeah. Out of control. I, 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 I know it's. I know attention spans um, in my time were not very long either, but mm-hmm. it just seems so bad with with cell phones and again that's not something I don't think you experience too much in kindergarten right oh, <laughs> not, not too many yeah not kids. so much cell phones but I'm gonna tell you what that when we have that iPad center rotation for ST math and Lexia just the fact that they get to hold a tablet in their hand or the iPad it like it's like a soothing mechanism it's like I mean my goodness we're giving out iPad time as reward for positive behavior like mm. what are you kidding me like that is insane it shouldn't be happening like that but Whatever. <laughs> um, let's see. Ticket but, pro- oh, so this, I guess that this isn't like exactly what we thought, but I, I now that I'm reading it a little more, um, ticket. Pro- this is talking about seeing live theater versus uh, not participating in it, but mm-hmm. the idea is still the same. Right. You're going to increase your social tolerance. You're going to increase your pro- the academic performance. Kids who participate in that in 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 their extracurriculars yes. are so much more engaged and involved because a they want to be able to participate yeah. in it and b they want they they're just more engaged in school in general right. and it really gives that sense <clears throat> of belonging too when you're with those kids and it really you know it- and the kids when i see um my theater kids mm-hmm. you know they want me to come to their shows and it means so much to them when you end up showing up and and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff um it's just – it's a really good way for teachers or for educators to build rapport with their oh, students. Oh, and that relationship. That's like episode two, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about the importance of relationships. But more so when they want when they want to be at school. You're, you're, if you just – and I tell my kids they have like a little lecture at the beginning of the year. I said, if you just come to school from 7 to 2 or mm-hmm. 7 to one thirty, and that's all you do, you don't talk to anybody, you're going to have a miserable four oh, years. Oh, totally, totally. Uh, mm-hmm. And so making sure that you make connections, that you get involved in something that you enjoy. Um, and the, so and this was the other thing. I've, I've, I've invested some money in, in buying my own podcasting equipment. I kind of have been toying with the idea of having a podcasting club. You should. That would be really cool. Yeah, and like, like let the kids write their Their, their script podcasts, or whatever they want to do. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then... And, and, talk about it so that's something that might might be you know toying with in the future i think that would be a great idea oh yeah i think it's great especially because it's really up and coming i mean the podcasts are so popular nowadays Mm -hmm. and it really is a good way to just get it out there and talk (laughs) this is like therapy for me and it's so much cheaper jeremiah (laughs) (laughs) um so getting involved in extracurriculars whether it be theater whether it be drama or music or um sports or Mm -hmm. whatever anime club i think we have an anime club at uh, our school and things so um but 
you know, push those, tell your kids, tell your students, hey, mm-hmm. what do you like? Is there a club at your school? Right. If not, ask a teacher. Do you have a teacher that you really like? Maybe they'll be interested in hosting it, you know? It yeah. doesn't take a lot of effort for secondary teachers to to do a club because it's supposed to be student run. Right. Now, versus if I if I get involved with doing that podcasting club, it would be a little more work. Of course, because you have to teach them the actual, like, you know, yeah. parts of it and what it is. Yeah. So, but you know what? That's really important, too. I mean, you're talking about it being a student-led club. I mean, and you got to think about, too, there's so many different things that you're building into that. I mean, you're getting that social-emotional piece where the kids are in a safe environment. They're sharing in a safe space. And, you know, they find a commonality, like, of what they what they're there for. Mm -hmm. And then not to mention the fact that, I mean, if you're doing things like even like the theater piece or, I mean, just in general, they're building those communications, those speaking and listening skills. There's so many different things that go into it, which is I feel like how you were saying, a lot of it is just so much screen time nowadays where they're not getting that. <laughs> I and I, I can't really say much because I've I've been playing my Nintendo Switch, Ooh, my, that's po- so much my fun. Pokemon Sword, and I've <laughs> I've invested. I looked at it. I've invested like thirty six hours already. On your break? <laughs> thirty. Well, what did you I, have? You did you pull an all nighter? What? No, since I got the game, which oh, was last oh, week. Oh, okay. I see. But yeah, <laughs> no, that's. I'm like looking back. I'm like, man, thirty six hours of my life. Mm-hmm. You start to get when you get a little bit older. You start to get a little more pensive about your time. Yo, listen, I had almost a nervous breakdown walking from the laundry room like today, and I just saw someone was like, "Oh my god, I'm gonna be thirty five years old next year." What in the world? And it was like, I don't know, man. It just like, I started getting really nervous and my heart started beating really fast. And then I was like, I don't understand. But I always think of my dad. He always tells me, oh gosh, he's like, you think, you know, you think time's going fast now. Wait till you get my age. I'm like, "Ah." you know, and I I don't remember if I heard an art because I listen to NPR usually when I'm driving, but I might've heard it on NPR or I was driving or or sorry, if I I was reading an article about what they call time dilation. So so when you're young, a year seems like forever. Oh my God. But then as you get older, the time starts. Yes. Why? Why does it do that? It's just your understanding of time. I don't like it. You have the prior experience. You know what yeah. you've gone from yeah. to what you're going to. It, it was a very interesting article. Dude. I think it was like I think it was called time dilation. Well, then I'm I can identify as problems <laughs> with time dilation because I can tell you right now when I was like seven or eight, sitting at home, like oh my god, this school year feels like forever. And then now I'm sitting in the classroom going, holy moly, how is it already December? Although yeah, right. Oh. And you know, I was just thinking. <laughs> although although last night I was laying in bed playing Pokemon Sword. <laughs> And I'm like, man, I just kind of wish tonight was over so I can get to this. I was excited about doing the podcast. That oh, good. A, yeah. But, I know. I love it. Um, yeah. No. I, some, so, so sometimes when you're thinking about something you're dreading, it's like, oh, this is just going forever away. And right. Other days, you're, like you said, it's it's December. What? I know. That's so nuts. Like the, I'm telling you, man, the beginning of the school year, it's like PTSD. I'm like, it'll <laughs> never end. It'll never end. And the next thing you know, it's like, oh, we only have four days of school left and we're having a new summer and blah, blah, blah. But I'm like... You know what? I'm going to tell you right now. The biggest time stealer right now, and even though I love, love, love it, is watching my little one grow. Like, I was looking on Facebook, Time Hop or whatever it is, Mm -hmm. and seeing pictures of him when he was, like, five months old. And I'm like, wow, man, that just seems like so (laughs) – like, it just seems like yesterday. It literally does. And then now it's like he's going to be five, and he's going to be in kindergarten, and it makes me get in my feelings. (laughs) (laughs) Um. 
and kind of talking about this time, something else I saw recently was the, excuse me, uh, there was a, so you've seen these pictures, these 10 year pictures, yeah. 2019 to two thousand. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, somebody did something a little different. They said, um, number of school psychologists Ooh, in CCSD in 20, not, 20, uh, 2009. And what was that number? It was a, so 309 students. Okay. Uh, in 20, 2009. Wait, 309 on the caseload? No, 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 no. Oh. 300, 309,000 students okay. in 2009. Uh-huh. There were 180 uh, school psychologists. Oh. Now today, 329,000 uh-huh. students. Uh-huh. And there are 160. Eight what school psychiatrist psychologist? So you're telling me that number grew, and then the number Student, of psychiatrists n- or psychologists went down. Number of students grew, number of psychologists went down, and so seeing this and not something that we're—I mean, we're not really focused on that right now, but um, I think we're taking very big strides in C- CCEA. We're passing this. What's it called? Strategic Horizon. Oh yeah, mm-hmm, definitely, um, definitely. I'm all know, on board. Talking with that. about. Re- Reducing class sizes, yep. but also getting those OLPs, getting baby. OLPs, more, more people. That more. is so key. That is so. That, key. It scared me. A hundred and sixty-eight. You know what? And I, I know. Like I watch Michelle Morell. She's our psychologist, and I'm actually working hand in hand with her right now because I have a student that is, you know, getting some testing done. Mm-hmm. And I'll be real honest. Like I, I know that sometimes when you know. You have a student that needs to be te- well. You won't deal with it in the secondary because by that time they're usually identified at that point. Usually, but, but. yeah. But you, so like me, I don't. I just get what I get, and I can't <laughs> throw a fit. That's just what it is, and and that's fine. But um, I know she's overworked, and it's just absolutely crazy to know what's on her caseload. And then not to mention the fact, Jeremiah, they're talking about more and more kids every single school year that are coming in with things that are not being identified by child find and they're not being handled and so we're talking this lady's caseload has just blown up sure and you know what and that's why and i know some people will disagree with me and what you think but i think that's absolutely amazing that we're taking those steps to do that strategic horizon coming, coming up with uh, what do we ask for a billion dollars yeah absolutely we need to fund yeah. and and it's not just school psychiatrists psychologists yes um, librarians, yes, um, absolutely, nurses. It's crazy. Um, we all, you know, the the and the piece of the pie, and it was very interesting. We 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 both attended the um, yeah, general the membership meeting, mm-hmm. and they they listed out all these reasons for what what we were planning on doing, yep. and um, you know, the pie is going to shrink otherwise. Yes, the, the amount of money. Uh, because collective bargaining's coming to state workers here in Nevada, yep. which was something that was new, not yet, and that was not there. Um, so now that more money that we well that we were able to bargain for is like you said, it's going to shrink. So and mm-hmm. you know the adjustment of the I don't remember the the AB number, but the um, the new funding formula. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. is is unfunded at this point. They don't know how they're paying for it or how they're doing <laughs> it. So it's it's a big mess, and we need to be on the the front line of. Of getting the word out, and you know what? And You're right. People, um, people need to understand where this money is. It's not anywhere that's just going to just be sitting in an account somewhere. This is actually going to real life things that we're going to try to fight for. And as you can see, we've been successful. Yeah, we moved legislation, and we got that AB. What was it? Three seventy. 377? Uh, AB 309. 309, thank you. Yeah. I'm sorry, there's so many numbers. Do you know what? Let I... me tell you how we're going to fix all these problems. If people would just listen. <laughs> Governor Sizzlack, you out there? 
we need to get a state lottery. Bottom line. I'm going to tell you right now, Mississippi, I think it was, or I want to say it was Mississippi. I just watched the news, Fox 5, yesterday. They were talking about they were one of the five states in the United States that have that do not have a state lottery. Mm-hmm. But because their roads are so bad and they don't have the money to fix them, they they finally caved and got a state lottery. And they said their their sales the first day was just mind-blowing how much hmm. money. And, I, you know, I'm sick of these casinos being greedy, man. Oh, you're going to cut into our profits. You know what? You, there, <laughs> I used to. I worked at the Sahara for a short amount of time before it closed. Yeah. Um, and I remember it wasn't a lottery, mm-hmm. but it was like six casinos had had banded together, mm-hmm. and they were doing some kind of. It's not like it wasn't Keno, but it was like a a, a collective pick a number. No kidding. Type thing. Oh wow, yeah. that's wild. It was interesting. But yeah, it, no, it didn't work. But yeah. <laughs> but I'm telling you, man, you, I'm I came from I'm coming from New York, and I know how much money the New York State Lottery gave back. I mean, you can look up the figures. I don't know I, off the top of my head, but if you Google that, it's just amazing how much money and the fact that they are so against it, and we're over here giving California all of our money when they're having those big multi mega bucks or yeah. mega billion lotteries. <laughs> it's out of control. Why are we not having it here? Why are we not funding this? I, I, I mean, come on. I I might obviously be in the the minority mm-hmm. in the state. I don't know, or it could just be big lobbying. I think taxes on mining really really need to be evaluated. Yeah, you know the 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 amount of resources that they're taking out of the state and the yep next to That's nothing. Uh, that they pay in state taxes is ridiculous. It's mind-blowing. It is. There's uh, so many things. It's like, how come you and I, as people, can see this, but the people who are in charge making these making these laws uh, and moving this legislation? who's willing to, um, you know, grease, grease the wheels? Oh, man, I'm telling you what, it's, it, it's a frustrating thing. And I'm thing. not saying that government's corrupt, but, Mm-mm. you know. <laughs> hey, man. Some about apples and trees, I heard was saying one time. Oh, speaking of apples, uh, the, I don't know exactly when this is going to come out. Today is uh, November 26th. We're on break. Happy break, by hey, the way. Hey, same to you, my friend. Boy, this is a well deserved. until Thanksgiving. Yep. I'm, I've been resting and playing Pokemon. What are you doing for Thanksgiving? I'm actually going to Jim Frazee's house. Oh, I love it. With his mother. Good. Uh, 80, 89 years old. Wow, she's 89? Who's cooking? Uh, I don't know. Oh, man. I don't think it's her. I think she's – because I went last year and they had, like, a, a big group of friends Yeah. Um, do it, and uh, it was a good time. That's and so we're going – I bring in my mother this year. Oh, good. Um, it's it's a it's a rough, rough year. I mm. lost my father at the beginning of the year, and so I lost sorry, my grandmother and my so great-grandmother. Crazy. So and it turns out uh, my grandmother's birthday was November 25th, so yesterday, wow. the time of recording this. Yeah. My dad's birthday was October 29th. Mm. And the the anniversary of their um, their passing is coming up, so it's just been it's just like, been a really somber couple of months. Yeah, huh? so or a year I should say. Um, Dang man, yeah, so it's, sorry. It's a rough. Um, but speaking of apples, going back to apples, we released um, the apple taste test. So oh, hopefully yeah, you check that out on YouTube. Stands alone. We've, yeah. we've posted the link on our Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to try and get fa- uh, Instagram going too because apparently that's that's where it's at. It is I, where it's at. I don't know how to <laughs> I don't know how it. to use it. <laughs> uh, well, we'll work on that. But Facebook, Facebook Teaching Day Podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to email us, we're obviously an advice show. We want to talk to you. Uh, send us your questions, your classroom stories, anything you want to talk about at mm-hmm. teachingtodaypodcast mm-hmm. at gmail.com. Um, again, ansonthepantsproduction.org. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, you want to find out about their program, what they have to offer. 
they're rec center programs. I couldn't think of what the heck they were called earlier. Um, <laughs> it's all right. We're in break. We're not required to think, Jeremiah. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> we hope you enjoyed the show today. We had a lot of fun talking to Rebecca. We have yes. a lot of fun talking to each other all the time. Always. Um, we'll be getting some more stuff going hopefully before the uh, end of the year with um, with YouTube and such. Uh, do some other fun stuff uh, coming up here. And uh, but aside from that, is there anything you want to add or? No, I'm just uh, I'm just really I'm thankful to be doing this podcast. <laughs> I am. You know, I was thinking about that today, and I'm like, man, one of the biggest things I enjoy is when we do episodes because even though we like we have guests and stuff, but it's just that real talk, you know. Yeah. And sometimes you just need that with your educator friend. Like that's so that's so key. So I'm just really I'm really appreciative that you let me come on board. I, and I mean, like with I, you. I've enjoyed this so much. I I've invested a lot of money. I know. Money, I know. And I wanted to. Um, <laughs> oh, I've started man. kind of doing some other side projects as well mm-hmm. that I'm having a lot of fun with. So, Good. Good for you, man. That's important. Um, so, yeah. Basically, we hope you enjoyed the episode. Episode 10. Yes. Oh, my gosh. So, 10. We're at the end of the second quarter. we got to do some kind of like... I know this seems like premature, but like, <laughs> uh, you know, some kind of report card or something. Oh, we yeah. We should do like a report card episode. What, is the, what do we think of the first 10 episodes? Oh, I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about it. Let's see. What are your comments? Yeah. And they can't just be blanket comments like some of these people that do out there. <laughs> Me being one of them. No, I'm <laughs> So, uh, yeah. Teaching Day Podcast. Podcast is the name of the show. TJ yep. Podcast is the email. Uh, until next time, guys, we hope you have a great holiday. Yes. Uh, we hope you had a great holiday because yes. I'm sure this probably won't come out before <laughs> Thanksgiving. Uh, but it will come out before Christmas or the other holidays of December that yes. you may or may not celebrate. Uh, but until next time, guys, class is dismissed. <laughs>